Welcome back to This Is Family, where we are airing part two of Planning for Peace, a conversation with Reverend Neil and Sister Sonia Mack about how our families can live in a place of healthy peace. If you missed episode one last week, you'll want to go back and listen to the great nuggets of wisdom that the Max share in the first part of our conversation. But for now, we'll pick up where we left off. Here now is part two of Planning for Peace on this episode of This Is Family. If you find that that people don't forgive others when they're offended, and the Bible does say that offenses will come. Mm-hmm. If, if people aren't comfortable with forgiveness, it's often because they never experienced it in the home mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. So Sonia and I are going to be gone one day, and we hope that our girls can forgive other people when we're not watching. Mm-hmm. And they can stand on their own and be a true Christian yeah. mm-hmm. and forgive others. Because at the end of the day, the family is something that God has chosen to really demonstrate how the body of Christ should behave, but at a very granular and cellular level. Beautiful. And so if we wonder why some churches can have some dysfunction, it's because of sin, it's because Mm -hmm. of the fallen nature, but it could just be because, you know, we need a revival of putting families back on the right foundation. Wow. Now, what have you guys uh, noticed in terms of like how this affects spiritually speaking, you know, so, so we've talked about Mm, kind of the practical Mm. things, Mm -hmm. but the spiritual side Mm. of a peaceful home, what, what does that look like? I feel like it's helped take away barriers for their spiritual walk Mm. because we've shown them how to work through things. Do you know, do you know what I mean? By taking away the barrier for them to thrive spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. How, How could they, have faith and love in a God that they've never really seen if the closest representation to the divine is is not behaving in a nature or in an image mm-hmm. That's that spirit, God right, would bless right. or that God yes. would anoint. Right. Yeah. If they can't sing good good father mm. if if I'm abusive. They mm-hmm. can't sing they can't you know wow. they can't love God if they haven't seen love demonstrated in front of their faces. Mm-hmm. That is definitely a target that I had is I wanted to take away those barriers. Like mm-hmm. what we talked about in the home, how we addressed church situations that were happening or had happened that they knew of, whether in our past or whatever. I wanted them to love leadership. I wanted them to love church people. Yeah. So how we handled the conflict in church matters, spiritual lives or whatever, I wanted to remove that barrier so it wasn't a stumbling block for them in their walk. In, in their walk. Yeah. Oh, man. So that good. That is so great. Yeah. If I'm hearing you right, what you're saying is that benefit of the peaceful home removes the barriers of spiritual growth. Yeah. And, and spiritual maturity. Because you just talked about some things that are characteristics mm-hmm. of someone who is very spiritually mature. Being able to recognize that not everyone is perfect, even in leadership, even yeah. those who yeah. are, you know, an authority over you, they're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. They're going to mess up. And if we can mm-hmm. just, but you're not serving God based on their behavior. You're serving God because he's God. Right. Right. And there's poor representation. Sometimes mm-hmm. we've done it ourselves, mm-hmm. but, and we can't fix everyone else. We can mm-hmm. fix ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can work on yeah. ourselves, but <laughs> mm-hmm. Mr. Mack, you talked about barriers. Um, and removing barriers for growth. Mm. But we may have listeners who are sitting here and have been listening for the last few minutes and have said, this all sounds great, but I can't see my way to that place. 
in general, obviously there's thousands of different situations, Mm -hmm. but in general, what do you see as some barriers from people to being able to achieve this? And let's Mm -hmm. help try to help people try to identify maybe where, oh, wow, maybe we can see this that I didn't see before. Maybe we can identify some things that are going Mm -hmm. to help uh, them be able to remove that to Mm -hmm. achieve that piece. Wow. I think it's big self-reflection. Like you got to come to a real strong place of repentance yourself because if you're taking the responsibility of helping remove some barriers, then that means you got to look at yourself and say, what role do I play in having these barriers here? So it's very humbling. Being a parent and being responsible for your home and your children is very humbling because it's a big, bright spotlight on you. And you're like, Mm okay, I've got this problem and I don't want to project that on my child. Wow. So because my, I guess I could say my number one goal was my children's salvation. Mm -hmm. And so everything that I wanted to do was to help make it easier for them. And so there was anger, bitterness, um, you know, poor conflict management, whatever. So, so to a person, I would say, you got to go, you got to sit before the Lord and just ask the Lord, clean me out, Mm. clean me out the ugly things that are in there, because those are barriers that are keeping me from being a good keeper of the home Mm -hmm. because I might be so focused on keeping up with the Joneses. I might be so focused on being successful. So I overcommit and then I'm stressed out and I don't have what it takes. I don't have the energy. I don't have the patience to guide my home. I'm actually um, working against myself. I'm creating a barrier because I'm kind of being selfish. That is so good. Mm -hmm. I I myself as a mom have, I I think this may attack moms even maybe a little more than dads, not that dads wouldn't deal with it, but we are the mama bears, right? Mm -hmm. So God kind of gave us that nature of, you know, oh, this person said that to my daughter. I can't believe they said that or what, right? And we have to be careful as mothers to not get, and women, to get caught up in the drama, right? And allow, like you said, bitterness Mm -hmm. or something to take root in us. Mm -hmm. And when we do recognize that as a mom or as a dad, that we've fallen short Mm -hmm. of, you know, how we're behaving and what we're allowing, we've got to recognize and be able to come to our kids and say, Hey, you know, I, I've been dealing with this and and this isn't right. And I don't want you to take on that. Mm -hmm. And this, this is, um, I don't know how, if this is okay to touch on, but even so much the mama bear, the keeper of the home, there have been times that I pray I've done it with the right spirit, but even I've spoken to my husband because there's times where his personality or his, um, I don't want to say attitude, but you, like approach to things has been what I've seen as that's, I don't like that trajectory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he's allowed me to kind of coach him. He's yeah. allowed me to be the keeper of them. He's yeah. my leader. Right. I'm submitted to him and I have trained my girls. He's your daddy. And there's a lot of things. I might be the neck that turns the head. But he's my head. He's the head of our family. Or the tail that wags the dog. (laughs) (laughs) So I try to keep us in the right, you know, um, order. But he's allowed me to coach him and be like, 
you're, you know, you're kind of hindering the peace of the home Yeah, and we care enough about each other in a relationship. We should Mm -hmm. right, care enough about each other that we can come to each other and, and as a spouse sort of challenge one another, Yeah, you know, it's, it's a little like we don't, we have to be careful. We don't just like correct, you you know, we're not the parent of our spouse, but we, but we've got to be able to challenge one another. You and know, say, hey, I kind of have a thermometer on this. Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. trust me on this? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. good. Well, and the Lord gave Adam and help me. And that sounds great as long as you're thinking about your wife being your errand girl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I think that as fathers, it's really difficult. I'll just be transparent and say it's extremely difficult mm-hmm. for me to even think I need help. Sure. Yeah. At anything. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes we're so driven and so independent and we take the role of protector or provider so seriously yeah. that we feel less than adequate if we actually admit that we need help. Mm-hmm. And there are times when our role is supportive. Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. And that's leadership in and of itself so too. True. And it's not easy for the nature of man to do that. It's been a challenge for me, but I found that if, I can conform, then she blossoms mm-hmm. and the whole family benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, we mentioned keeping up with the Joneses. You mentioned overcommitment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then here, right, just within the last mm-hmm. few moments, we've talked about kind of our roles and how we interact mm-hmm. with one another and how we kind of define what it is that we do. And and I think that sometimes those, um, those boundaries um, are get blurred um, and, or they get ignored completely. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, if we look at at helping understand where the boundaries are, then that helps us remove the, the barrier to peace. Or when is there a boundary, but when shouldn't there be a boundary? When, you know, when is it okay? Like sometimes I'm the supportive role for him. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he's the supportive role for me. Right. When it's, and it's okay to, you know, for that to be blurry, Absolutely. that boundary to be blurry. Yeah, yeah but I, I would but, say boundaries uh, outside the home yes, probably are okay. even more uh, like have those clearly defined, yeah. right? Like where where do we allow mm. uh, where do we allow people and things yeah. to enter in yeah. Yeah. and and take on ownership, right. and then where do we say no? This is our space. This right. is our our time. Right. And can I say it's a learning process because you can set what you think is the right boundary, mm-hmm. but then life happens and sure. you, so you have to be flexible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Sometimes I've allowed things to cross the boundary, but then have taken it back yep. and say, no, I want to go back to the original boundary. Yes. So, so constantly the barometer, constantly testing yeah. the yeah. being the thermometer. How's it, yep. how's it going? That. Don't just like cross the boundary and well, you're there. You're, nope, nope, nope. Yeah. How is it? Do we go back uh-huh. or is this our new boundary? Is this okay? There's yeah. permission mm-hmm. to Go back and change. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. Nothing's keep permanent. That. You're not and, married and that, to it. Your, your yeah. decision, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, well, and and you know we've talked a lot about structure mm-hmm. and like trying to to keep, but within within a broad structure, there's got to be flexibility. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. I, I mean, it's yes. you've got to be able to say, okay, this worked, or boy, that didn't work. So uh, something with my daughter, I we we crossed a boundary. Um, not she and I. It was a it was a decision we made to allow something. But then it came up again and it was, no, we're, that didn't work. Mm-hmm. And long-term, that's not what we want. So we're going to go ahead and go back and said, it's hard. 
Mm-hmm. It's harder to go back. Yeah. But that's where <laughs> apologizing and saying, I, I've said to my daughter several times, I'm new to this. Like yeah. every yes, stage that, that comes, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like one of my daughters is dating somebody. I don't know. I didn't. Have, yeah. This is my first time I had a daughter that had a boyfriend. Yeah. So right. we're going to figure this out with yeah. what the rules are. So please excuse me if I allow something, take it back. But maybe I say no one time, maybe the next time. Okay. I, I think that's okay. Yeah. Let's. I'm so glad you said mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because that is normal. Yeah, I've said that so many times yeah. to our oldest. I've said, mm-hmm. you know, he'll come and ask me a question, Mom, can I do mm-hmm. X, Y, or Z? And I'll say, I don't know. No, <laughs> um, let right me think here. about that mm-hmm. because I hadn't thought about it till right yeah. now yeah. when you're asking yeah. me. And this is, and I've said, you're you're my first yeah. child, and you know, first one to drive. Yeah. And well, Mom, can I take this person in my car with? Well, I don't know about yeah. that. Are yeah. we doing that yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They get to be the yeah. guinea pig. Those first right? milestones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was a revelation to me the first time I heard other parents have boundaries. And it was probably when we were in Connecticut and our girls were young enough that our, the boundaries were really easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when they're There's seven. Yeah. When they're seven. Right. Yeah. Right. Little house right. on the prairie. <laughs> but we heard other families have boundaries. And, you know, when you're presented with that for the first time, you can either be turned off by it and think, oh, my word, they're just, you know, died in the wool, or they're just stoic or helicopter and parents, Mm -hmm. or you can admire it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, we loved our daughter and I know everyone loves their, their children, but to us, we gravitated towards that mindset. Like, hey, I, I never thought about whether or not I would let my child go sleep over at someone else's house. But yeah. when someone else, I overheard another parent tell another parent, no, we don't allow that yet. Like, oh, I shouldn't allow that yet. I just didn't right. know, right. just right. out right. of ignorance. Yeah. Right. That you and even I, could set that you boundary. Could set Whoa. The boundary. Yeah. Right. And so it was a revelation. Yeah. And right. I think that if we we could probably create a lot of positive peer pressure with boundaries mm-hmm. even within the church body mm-hmm. that is so and good. then it would encourage other folks to think of it in that way mm-hmm. and and i think we should have the boldness to protect our families mm-hmm. and then at the same time sort of instruct and edify the body like this is really how we should think about these things so good so and good. we have to recognize that god made us in such a way he he gives us those intuitions or those feelings of maybe I need to set this boundary or maybe I don't feel comfortable with this. And there can be reasons. There was, there was a time where, uh, the boys had wanted to go somewhere and stay with some friends overnight. And we were very careful with that, that particular situation. I didn't feel good about. And I said, I can't even tell you exactly why, but I don't feel good about it. Mm -hmm. And I said, I just need you to trust me on this. And the next day, they came to me and shared with me some things that had happened that they got wind of mm-hmm. at that sleepover. And they said, mom, we're so glad that you said no. Yeah, that's so good. Um, and, you know, I think that in the context of what we've been discussing, you know, here we are two married couples, right? But we obviously recognize that not everyone is raising their children in mm-hmm. in a marriage environment, mm-hmm. in a, in a mm-hmm. two-parent home. Mm-hmm. Um, or it could be two-parent home, but not exactly functional. True. Yeah. 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 Or com- on completely separate pages, mm-hmm. perhaps. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's something that that you know we definitely want want to address, and we want to recognize that these are um, home situations, regardless of the structure of the family. This is applicable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know, as a single parent, if you're a single parent, my, my heart, you know, goes to you because I understand as one single mom said to me, I'm having to be the mom and the dad in my home. Mm-hmm. And I can't really speak to that other than just lots of prayer and, and know the church is here for you mm-hmm. to help fill in some gaps for you and just rely on the church and, you know, Sunday school teachers and youth leaders. But just keep in mind, as a single parent, you still have the responsibility of being a keeper of your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somehow, some way of setting the atmosphere in your home to be a home that is conducive for uh, a, your child living for the Lord. Your mood, um, mm-hmm. you know, just it's it's still very important. And mm-hmm. and maybe find a support, mm-hmm. you know, system. Other single moms, like, how are you doing this? Mm-hmm. I was single just going to mention. How are you doing this? Yeah. Sorry. I was just going to mention, as the keeper, you might just need to raise your hand. Yeah, sure. And yeah, I need some help here. Even even as a married couple, it's hard Absolutely. enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as a single parent or a married couple where things aren't necessarily as smooth or harmonious as it could be, it's. I would just encourage someone, if they're listening, to raise your hand and ask for assistance, ask for help. Yeah. Call the church office. You can be somewhat anonymous, and we can connect you with people that probably have been through what you've been through. I promise you we can connect you with people that would encourage you and love you and help you and understand you. Yeah. That's great. And, and pray for a friend. My When my mm. mom first came in church, they were married, but the marriage was on the rocks. They're still together. Um, it's Good. a miracle, but um, in both serving the Lord. But um, she came in with a, a single mom, and my mom was basically a single mom at the time. And wow, the power of those two people coming together. It was just two friends, yeah. but similar situation, raising kids kind of on their own with coming to church. So pray for a friend that's mm-hmm. kind of in the same boat as you mm-hmm. and, um, and just, you know, they need strengthen each other. They mm-hmm. need that support. I had a, a single mom tell me just the other day, she said the, where it gets really difficult is when they go to dads mm. and I'm thinking dad's doing all these things with them. And I'm, I'm having to hold the lines. I'm having yes. to be the spiritual so, so. leader and the spiritual one. And then they're just over here kind of having fun with that, or he's allowing this or he's allowing that. Yeah. yeah. But she said to me, and it, it resonated. I mean, I teared up. She said, but you know what? I was down front with one of my kids dancing in the spirit and praying with her. And she said, in that moment, God spoke to me and said, I would not trade this yeah. <laughs> for you know, yeah. the, and she said, we make fun moments, but she was just alluding to the fact that they really have to, in her home, she has to be the one to be the mm-hmm. spiritual and the strong because they're not getting it at dad's. Gotcha. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, and I think that it's the, it's the concept of community, mm-hmm. yeah. whether you're a single parent or you're, you've, you're in a strong marriage, either one, we need one another yes. mm-hmm. to help. Oh, absolutely. You know, we've got dear friends who we speak to on a regular basis about being everything God wants us to be as parents Mm. and creating that culture in our home, that culture of peace. And I think that's what you're talking about. Mm. You know, really, no matter the circumstance or the situation, Mm -hmm. it's that the responsibility is ours Mm -hmm. and really the privilege is ours. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. To be able to create that culture 
and invest in our families and our home. So when we look at creating that culture, we can do it in a couple of ways. We can be really structured about it. And there, there, there are benefits to, to intentional structure, you know, scheduling things, um, um, putting it on the calendar, uh, you know, setting these times aside. Dinner time. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. be, having, having some, mm-hmm. some cadence to life. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Life is not static. It's dynamic. Yeah, yeah. So how do we capture on that characteristic of life, the dynamic characteristic, and still find the peace within the, the dynamic yeah, we've mentioned it a couple times already, you know, creating an architecture and whiteboarding and, you know, you can put together a family org chart if you need to, but probably it's not always going to play out, you know, that, uh, that great, um, patriarch Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until he gets punched in the mouth. Yeah. I think sometimes it's, uh, it's, it's being a little entrepreneurial. Yeah. And, and capturing moments when they happen mm-hmm. and not just, you know, don't let it slip out of your fingers. And I'll give you a quick example. I'll give you two super fast examples. When the girls were young, we were in Connecticut. Um, one Monday night, we didn't have anything to do. And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> You'd think I would have gotten this from James Dobson. I wasn't smart enough. It just came to me. Let's do Monday night is family night. Mm-hmm. And we made up this little ditty. And it was every Monday night is family night. Every Monday nice. night is family and night. Oh. And we just sang that. I love it. So cute. It, it caught on mm. organically. Yeah. The girls started singing it. We were dancing around the kitchen that night. I love Josh it. used to have a little pink guitar. like, <laughs> And I would pick up that pink guitar and we would just sing that little ditty with one chord uh-huh. over and over again. Oh. The next Monday they're like, hey, isn't tonight family night? Wow. Wow. And then the next yeah. Monday, they're like, every Monday night and suddenly is we were family like, night. Okay, every Monday night now is family night. Yeah. What did we create? We created this right. organically. Mm-hmm. Jayla is like six years old in the shower. It's Tuesday. And she's singing, every Monday night oh. is family night. <laughs> yeah. It became a thing. Yeah. And we didn't whiteboard that. Right. And you know what? It came and went. Sometimes sure. it mm-hmm. was a season. Yeah. yeah. You know, we can't hold them to it now, unfortunately. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it, wow. those things happen. But just because you didn't imagine it before it happens mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it can't become a part of your ongoing structure. It's mm-hmm. great. And so it's really on us to be studious and alert when those things occur. Capture that moment. And then if it worked once, there's a good chance it could work again. That's good. A very similar thing happened a little bit later, just probably within the last couple of years. One night, Joss was doing homework, or she came home, or it was 10 o'clock at night, and, you know, we're, like, ready to go to bed. Well, she's ready to talk. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> she comes into the room, and I'm like, and, and again, Sonia's coaching moment. She's like, babe, like, they're here. They want to talk. Let's, like, let's do this. And I'm, like, ready to go to bed. Yeah, I'm like yeah. borderline annoyed. We've had those moments, <laughs> haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Most parents probably have experienced. Yeah, we've this. had that. Well, Josh wants to download her day. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I like put my daddy smile on and try to grunt and nod once in a while to make it seem like I'm listening. I'm kind of over dramatizing that, but that almost became a little bit of a routine as well. Mm-hmm. And then, and then it sort of evolved into, hey, let's watch an episode of Andy Griffith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of became a nightly routine. Yeah. And we didn't plan it. We didn't think it was going to happen, but it happened. And that became a thing. And that's what you're searching for. Mm. 
but you can't always imagine it before it happens. But when it happens, Mm -hmm. you have to seize that moment because life is a vapor and time is short and families are so important. It's worth this momentary sacrifice. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. And, and you know, we're, we're nearing the the end of the time that we've got here today. Um, and, and again, I thank you both for being here with us. It's been a rich conversation. Um, why don't you leave us with some final thoughts, something that someone, a nugget that someone could take away who's been listening here over the last 20, 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, what could they take away? What would your final thoughts be on bringing peace to our homes? Just take the responsibility very seriously. Mm-hmm. Be very intentional, not with whiteboards and structure, like, you know, plan stuff, but be very, very thoughtful and prayerful about your family. Mm-hmm. You only get one chance at this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> only one chance it's um, true. at building your home mm. and, uh, and, and leaving a legacy. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't take anything with me, but I can leave a legacy behind, you know? So. Excellent. I don't so know if that's good. profound, but it's, oh, it's great. Just, it's real. It's mm-hmm. real and it's rich. Thank you so much. Brother Mac, would you mind closing us out with a prayer for our, this is family listeners? Sure. Lord Jesus, we're so happy to be a part of your plan, and we're so happy to be right here, right now, for such a time as this. And while we all have burdens and we all have failures and regrets, we know that you're still working on us and you're still shaping us. Lord, we truly want you to put us on the potter's wheel. We want you to apply pressure. We want you to apply circumstances, and we want you to shape us into the people and then the families and then the body of Christ that you want us to be. And Lord, if there's ever a, a time when sensitivity to your spirit is needed, it's right now. And we want to recognize that we don't have all the answers, but we need to completely 100% rely on you and trust in you. Help us to listen. Help us to be sensitive to one another, but most importantly, to your spirit and how you guide us. I ask you to bless every single person that's listening to this podcast right now. Bless every family, Lord, and help us all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, brother and sister Mac, thank you for joining us today. We've enjoyed having you. It's been fun. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please take a few moments to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And if you don't already follow Calvary on social media, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share on your favorite platform at Calvary Tab Indie. We hope you'll join us next month for another episode of This Is Family. For now, We say farewell, and we pray God's blessings on your family.